Hello, hello, welcome back and happy new year. I am so glad that you're joining me today, whether it is on the day this episode has been published or a future day. Today I am celebrating you and as we enter into this new year of 2024, I am just full of all sorts of New Year's reflections and I want to invite you to do the same. So today I'm celebrating you, I'm celebrating myself, I'm celebrating how far I've come personally and I really want you to to invite you to celebrate how far you have come as well. And when I looked up the word celebrating or celebration, it really means to acknowledge something. You're acknowledging something in your life. What is it, if anything, that you have been acknowledging in your life? And actually, have you been acknowledging things that are worth celebrating in your life? Or are you waiting to celebrate? Are you thinking that you need to hit a certain goal in order to celebrate? You know, of course, when New Year's rolls around, a lot of us have New Year's resolutions. And so it's really easy at this time of year to get caught up looking into the future and being hopeful and, um, you know, wanting to work towards certain goals, which is fantastic. And we should totally, uh, you know, cash in on that, (laughs) on that energy. And yet, Um, for some of us, it can leave us really feeling like we have nothing to celebrate yet. We're just constantly thinking about what we have left to do. Um, and instead of, you know, even recognizing what is it that we have already done that potentially could be really amazing and could potentially fuel us and motivate us even more towards the changes that we want to make. So, Let's pause and let me ask you, what are you proud of? Here's a funny little side story. I have, you know, for those of you that have been listening for a while, you know that I have a an Australian Labradoodle, a dog, that is about 20 pounds. And at this point, she's about 15 months old, 14 months, actually. I got her when she was eight weeks. And... Um, if you've been listening for a while, you know, we've been in and out of the vet with countless different things. Um, you know, another thing that has been, um, very relevant during this year was just the, the process of potty training, getting her potty trained, and then working on training for a lot of different things. One thing she used to, you know, yank at the leash and bark and jump on people. And she does still do that. Don't get me wrong, but it's really interesting. A few weeks ago, I was out on a walk and we were walking by a gentleman who had a puppy on a leash. The puppy may have been five or six months old. And that puppy was tugging and tugging and barking. And my dog very calmly just sort of looked at that dog and then sort of, you know, didn't really engage. And the owner of the other dog said, wow, you have a very well-behaved dog. (laughs) And I kind of chuckled thinking, you know, it wasn't that long ago that my dog would have been the one that was really excited and reactive. And and she still can be, don't get me wrong. We haven't, you know, officially uh, crossed the line into her never being, um, you know, excitable or barking or jumping or whatever. But 
it, it helped me to pause and recognize, oh my goodness, like my dog has actually come a really long way. And I use my dog as an example. Um, although, you know, those of us with children, uh, you know, certainly can, can see our children grow and develop, you know, in front of our own eyes. And I'm thinking to my boys that are eight and 11 and how far they've come, right? Um, I'm remembering the sleepless nights when they were babies or toddlers getting up in the middle of the night to help them or, you know, just the potty training for my, my children, etc. And in the moment, it can feel like an eternity. And yet, are we pausing to, to notice, wow, look how far they've come. And more importantly, look how far I've come. So today, I really want you to kind of turn this question around on you and to notice what is it within you that has grown and developed over the last year that maybe you haven't fully recognized. Maybe you've identified it, but have you actually fully sat with and recognized and celebrated and acknowledged how far you have actually come? The reason I'm talking about this is because we all need and benefit from positive reinforcement. We can't just jump from one goal to the next. Well, we can, <laughs> but I wouldn't recommend it. And a lot of us have been taught to do that, right? Like we graduate dental school and that's great. And then we jump on to the next goal and hit that next goal. And then we jump to the next thing. And so we have a tendency to get clear on our goals and then, you know, we're hard workers as a general bunch of people. We're very intelligent, highly motivated. We'll hit the goal. And then we tend to just move the goalpost to the next thing. Like, okay, we can't really celebrate that we did this one thing because it somehow is too small or too tiny. And so we really just need to focus on the bigger, more glamorous goals. But I really, really want you to think about what are the tiny, what are the smaller little things that maybe potentially you might be uh, failing to acknowledge. So I'm going to let you in on, um, you know, something that I do with my weekly clients, my one-on-one -on -one weekly clients. I frequently ask them, you know, when they hop onto a session, tell me, two things that have gone well since the last session. And it's interesting because what seems like a very simple question, um, frequently, at least initially, like early on in, in a client's time with me, they might be a little bit like a deer in headlights. Um, they might be a little caught off guard by that question. Like, what do you mean two things that have gone well since last time, especially my weight loss clients, right? They might think, well, I don't know. <laughs> they might not come up with anything. And the reason I ask this question is because we always, always, always will have things that we can focus on, that we can acknowledge that will, that, that have gone well. And when we acknowledge them and bring them to the forefront of our mind, they help us to believe, and this is really critical. So if you're multitasking, I really want you to come back to me. When we focus on things that have gone well, no matter how tiny it is, it helps us to believe that change is possible. Okay. This is really, really important. And this is why positive reinforcement is needed for our minds. We have a tendency to focus on the negative. Okay. And this isn't necessarily a horrible thing. You think about us as dentists, <clears throat> excuse me, 
our work as dentists is not just to do a comprehensive exam on a patient and tell them, oh, your teeth look amazing and that's great. No, we're trained to look for things that are a problem and to fix them, which, which is great. It serves us really well in dentistry. And yet outside in the rest of our lives, we may just be looking for problems and fixing them and moving on. I mean, that's a very, you know, kind of a black and white way to look at it, but take the spirit of what I'm saying, right? We may not actually be sitting and celebrating and noticing, um, uh, or, or I meant to say sitting with, or noticing or celebrating the things that are actually going really well, right? So let's go a layer deeper. I'm curious, when you think about yourself over the last year, 2023, how, how has your demeanor and your ability to process stress been over the last year? Have you been able to be more resilient to the craziness of life or are you feeling at the mercy of your situation all the time? How has your confidence been over the last year? How do you feel about yourself? What's been your attitude towards yourself this year? Have you been able to notice moments when perhaps you've been more positive or having a more positive outlook on your situation? It's so important that you catch yourself when you're having positive thoughts and you recognize it. To achieve any goal, okay, anything that you want in your life, you need to start believing that it's possible for you to do it. And a lot of us, we don't fully believe that, you know, we can, let's say, for example, voice our needs or become a more effective or efficient leader with our staff or achieve a personal goal like weight loss or fitness, for example. So the way we build the belief is by noticing and acknowledging when we do small, small things really well. We don't have to get caught up thinking that the only things we can celebrate are the big glamorous things like paying off your office loan or hiring the quote unquote perfect office manager or producing a certain amount or losing X amount of pounds, right? There, I promise if you take any single one of those goals right? Those big glamorous goals. There are a million tiny little sub goals, so to speak, that you can celebrate on the way towards those bigger things. Okay. And, and so what would it look like? Well, let's take the example of, um, let's say you want to lose weight and get fit instead of waiting until you lose certain amount of pounds to feel good about yourself you could start to notice something like uh, something smaller, like, um, hey, you cook dinner instead of going out to eat. Um, or uh, you had one alcoholic drink instead of the normal two or three that you would have when you went out with your friends. Um, let's say you served yourself a small bowl of potato chips instead of eating the entire bag, for example, or let's say you realized you were really stressed out and exhausted after a long day of dentistry. And instead of going to the pantry, um, you know, and grabbing a snack, you decided to go for a walk or to take a shower when you got home. For example, these are massive, massive wins. Okay. Now in the moment, you might not think that they're a really big deal, but they actually are. And so stopping to recognize that and celebrate yourself, if 
those things should happen, those are really, really big deals. Let's say in terms of your practice life, um, it could look like something like, for example, um, you know, maybe noticing that you didn't allow a patient to cancel and reschedule indefinitely um, and instead decided to dismiss the patient. Or you finally sent a patient to collections even though you were really nervous about it. Or you finally decided to follow through with having a quarterly review with a staff member that you've never been sitting down to do a quarterly review with, um, even though you thought it was going to be super uncomfortable. But guess what? You survived it and it went just fine, for example. So, so these are just some examples of how you can feel proud of yourself for sticking up for yourself and doing what's best for your long-term interest instead of just doing what you would normally do and sticking with the status quo. When you tell yourself, I want something different and then I'm gonna act a little bit different so that I can get what I really want, we need to acknowledge that, okay? So sometimes we want something and we know we need to act differently in order to get it and yet we make mistakes, right? Like let's say you um, are noticing that you have, and I'm just pulling this out of nowhere, okay? So let's just roll with this example. But let's say you want to become a better leader in your practice and you have an employee that's been, uh, let's say, arriving late and you haven't been saying anything day after day after day. You're not saying anything. Weeks go by. You might feel judgmental towards yourself like, oh, gee, I should have been or I uh, have been missing the opportunity to give certain feedback. Um, and we have to be really careful not to beat ourselves up when we aren't acting the way we want. The same goes for weight loss. Um, you know, you may have a weight loss goal and you may be beating yourself up, uh, you know, every evening because you were overeating all day or gravitating towards the break room to eat when you're not actually hungry. And so then you may the end of the day might come and you might beat yourself up for acting in a way that isn't consistent with what you want. And here's what happens when we beat ourselves up and we judge ourselves and we essentially internally reprimand ourselves, right? What can happen is that we may not actually be able to put ourselves in the appropriate mindset to make the changes that we actually want. And so what do I actually mean by that? Well, when we don't beat ourselves up, okay, we are much more likely to be able to ask ourselves productive questions that will help us to actually act a little bit differently the next time around. So for example, in terms of weight loss, when we're not beating ourselves up, when we're not judging ourselves, we might be able to ask ourselves things like, um, how does it make sense that I gained weight this weekend? What was going on that I overate? I'm going to be much more likely to be curious and get to the bottom of the weight gain and the real reason and discover what was going on internally for me uh, because I'm not beating myself up. I'm not just starting from the premise of, I'm horrible, I'm a good for nothing, I don't know what I'm doing, okay? That doesn't set us up for learning. So I may ask myself things like, did I eat because I was stressed out? What was I feeling? Was it that everyone else was eating and I didn't wanna feel left out? Uh, was I simply eating because it was time to eat? Um, 
you know, was I eating because, you know, some other reason, you might be able to really unpack that, right? And the same goes for, um, you know, let's say using examples for uh, your life as, let's say, a practice owner or even associate dentist, asking yourself, like, you know, why did I not talk to the staff member, for example, that's coming in late? Um, Was I afraid of the discomfort of that conversation? Was I afraid that they might not like me? Was I afraid uh, that, you know, they, they would be upset with me to the extent that I would feel really uncomfortable? Um, you can ask yourself really high quality questions when you're not judging yourself. And so I'm challenging you to look for the wins each and every day of this coming year and ask yourself what's going really well for you in terms of my personal goals, whether it's, you know, increasing your leadership skills, weight loss and fitness, or a better relationship with somebody, somebody, whatever the case may be. Notice ways that you have, you know, started to make progress already and it will start to demonstrate to you why you are still committed and still showing up for yourself no matter what. Look, my hope and my wish for you is that in 2024, you persevere towards whatever your goal whatever goals you set your mind on. My hope and wish for you is that you see yourself as capable and competent to make the changes that you want and to overcome the hurdles that will inevitably come up. When you commit to celebrating the smallest things in your life, you're going to increase the chances that you believe that that change is possible. Celebrating isn't just fluffy. It's, you know, I used to think of it as something that, oh, we do only if we have time for. Otherwise, we just pick the next goal and keep moving and hustling towards that next goal. But it's absolutely vital for you to celebrate the smallest of wins so that you can really truly start to believe that change is possible for you. So I hope that this episode has been really, really helpful for you. Go ahead and share it with somebody that may uh, benefit from listening to it as well. Now, before I go, I just want to say some of you will listen to this and say, this is great. I've got just the motivated, the motion, the motivation that I need. Thank you very much. I'm going to carry on on my merry way. And others will listen to this and say, you know what? Gee, I would really love to have help. Uh, I find it really hard to celebrate myself or I find it really hard to get clear on what my goals are and, and, and get very clear on what actions I need to take to get the results that I want in my life. And I'd love to have accountability and I'd love to have somebody to help me figure out exactly what it is to, uh, that I need to do to make uh, what I want a reality in my life. And if that's you, okay, if that second category is you, it's very possible that having me as your coach may just be what you need to make uh, the changes that you want in your life. There really is no better time than now. There is no promise that tomorrow it's going to be any easier. So to learn more about the coaching that I offer and to see if it's a good fit for you, I invite you to schedule a complimentary consultation with me in this one hour, no strings attached session. You'll not only get clarity on exactly what's standing in your way, but a plan of action for what needs to happen in order for you to get what you want. You can schedule your session with me by going to drnatanya.com forward slash connect C-O-N-N-E-C-T, or you can find the link in the show notes. Um, 
One other thing I want to offer to you, especially if you feel like you've been running around ragged and barely able to prioritize your own needs, let alone make time for any kind of pursuing of any kind of personal goal, go download the Busy Dentist Guide to Self-Care. It's a compilation of my top five ways that you can start to say yes to yourself without spending tons of extra time, money, energy. Okay, <laughs> you've got nothing to lose. So to get this, go to drnatanya.com forward slash self-care, all one word, self-care. Also, everything that I've just mentioned, the links are all in the show notes. All right, my friends, I hope you've had a fabulous start to your year, and I cannot wait to talk to you next week.